0: Hello, hey, it's um, Sunday the 21st, um, no, the 20th, I made I made one earlier today, but it was in the middle of the night, so it feels like a different day, um, there's still an hour or so left of um, the same day, what do you know, um, uh, today I got very little done for the first half, and then the second half I've been working on uh, editing this video. For um, the sub bass I built, uh, I wanna get that video up. This is separate from the Enso's project, but it's like all I really need to do, almost everything else is set up for this. I just wanna have this up. So then when I'm doing the Kickstarter for the one and I'm um, sitting there and um, making posts about it, I can hopefully maybe do this kind of a little bit on the side and try to eke this out into the world eek. That's not a good word for that. Um, I just need to get it out into the world. Um, um, yeah. Um, what else? Since I had this podcast at this point in time, I talk very little about what it's actually supposed to be about. Um, I, I know i wasn't going to talk about relationship stuff and i know i wasn't going to where i said that i'm such a liar i'm a terrible person and i know i said um wasn't gonna go too deep in it but it's it's part of the thing this this podcast is me trying to um document doing a project and this is how kind of how all projects go is you work on it but then everything else is kind of in your life at the same time and you kind of just get It's One of the reasons why I I struggle to get things finished and um, done and out to the world is because there's too much, there's always some other shit going on. There's, there's car accidents, there's taxes and uh, you know, all this other bullshit where you're messing with websites and there's a problem with the website and yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm going to work late on this video tonight. Hopefully I'll get it finished. Well, no, no, I can't. Sorry. I forgot. I have, I still got to record the fucking audio for it. Whew. Um, maybe I'll just finish the, the visual portion of, of this, um, video tonight. Um, but yeah, what else is going on? Uh, I'm, I'm deep in a book about narcissistic personality disorder and you know there's a few traits that they they do that i also do and it makes me incredibly self-conscious it feels like a you know um i definitely i definitely uh relate to the the shame aspect of of uh of npd um and I feel like some of my people pleasing stuff, it goes, I, it'll go on for years. And at a certain point in time, if, if I feel unappreciated or something, it becomes a big problem. Um, like, so, you know, un, unconditional love. Uh, maybe I'm lying to myself when I think that, uh, you know, I don't give everybody unconditional love, Jesus Christ. But there's people I do, I have, or I thought that and maybe I'm uh, wrong about that because after a while you get like a little resentful but at the same time especially like in this situation pretty fucking extreme like um i think the easiest example is like in terms of you know they got the five love languages i'm sure you've you've heard if you haven't check them out because it's good it's good to, to to know about and think about because there's sometimes there's um you know you and your partner might have uh it's the part of the reason of the five love languages thing is like, you know, there's it's it's like there's like physical touch. There's um, words of affirmation, you know, compliments and stuff like that. There's acts of service. There's quality time. And there's one more I can't think up of off the top of my head. Whatever. Um, you know, I, I think I put a fuck ton of work into all of the above in the last relationship uh part of my thing is i know that like i'm not divorced with her yet and she still has um citizenship issues that i'm the only one that can make happen and i I, I can't just shut off everything and like go no no contact which is what they no, you're normally supposed to do with a person with npd um so that's part it's i'm still like the door is still open because i still need contact for her for the divorce and I I know that at some point in time, whatever she's busy doing is probably going to fail. Um, and she's going to come back and try to do something. I'm going to have to have some more conversations with her in life in general, which really just makes me obsess about that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Five love languages. Five love languages. I... I gave this girl all kinds of gifts. Like there's the one with gifts and the, the, it's, it's the easiest way to, for me to describe like some of the things in the relationship I paid for it. so much. I don't even want to say it out loud cause it's embarrassing. Um, uh, you know, her, her, her phone, her camera, her laptop, all, all kinds of stuff. It's all for me. And yet over the last five years, uh, she got me a t-shirt that is it one t-shirt and the t-shirt said Amsterdam on it because at the time she was bothering me that um we needed to go on a vacation to Amsterdam of course you know on on my dime but that is the sole gift I received from her over the course of years that's it um birthdays Christmas yada 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 um, nothing, nada. I mean, she's, she was broke. I didn't expect anything fancy, but, um, Christ, uh, <laughs> you know, buying any kind of small thing that's like, Hey, and, and I also a couple times, like one of the, uh, one of the Christmas times or something like that I was like hinting at, like, you know, Hey, as I mentioned something about, I mentioned something, you know, and I was very, very unoften, because anytime I'd, you know, make any, any recognition of these things, there'd, there'd be a big blowback. Um, but I was like, you know, uh, it'd be really cool if, you know, cause she draws, she does all kind of stuff. Um, I, I was like, well, you know, you could draw me a picture of you, you know, to put on the wall. That never fucking happened. No, no gifts whatsoever. Um, Yeah. Anyways, I'm reading this book while I'm, I'm editing this video um, about narcissistic personality disorder, and yeah, I'm kind of obsessed. It's kind of a big thing. It was five, five, you know, it was, it was quite a few years that, that came to this point, and and it's, it's really fucking with me in my head on a whole bunch of different levels, um, on some fundamental stuff. It's not like a breakup. It's like part of me is like ha- struggling with the whole. <sighs> it fucks with like certain fundamental assumptions of like basic human decency that people have. But anyways, reading a book and this one is the covert passive aggressive narcissist by Debbie Mirza. I'm doing it on audible because I, 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 I just do audio books, nonfiction audiobooks. That's how I, how I roll. Um, I'm not putting the link in there. Uh, this podcast is on Substack. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. I just put the stuff on Twitter. I don't, I don't use fucking Twitter. Um, yeah, uh, check that book out. And as far as ensos, I want to try to have the Kickstarter done sometime this week because I got to go out of town for a wedding next weekend. I want to have the Kickstarter a bunch of stuff set, and then that way, when I'm somewhere else, I can kind of futz with it and play you know try try to see if I can uh, boost posts and things about it see if I can get you know any kind of amount of people uh, paying attention to my Instagram, and, uh, sorry, I'm burping, I don't know why, or hiccuping or something, some type of, um, reflex thing, yeah, that's my goal for this week, is, is to have a lot more of this stuff for the end, so it's up and ready to go, uh, I need to take some more pictures of some of the ones I've done for the Kickstarter, and, I need to make more of everything. That's, that's the deal. That's the deal with everything. I need to make more of it. Uh, and yeah, I should have, I want to have a lot of stuff done this week, but I also have other things this week. Like, I think I have like at least one therapy session. Um, but yeah, reading this book, um, listening to this book, uh, he had another book about narcissistic personality disorder and Jesus, I think about like, I'm listening. And I'm like, yep, that's her. Yep. That's her. That, that's me. Um, like it's like almost like two people were playing, uh, parts in a script and there's a few major things she didn't do. Um, but she also was never connected with me in any way where I, um, where there wasn't a significant power disbalance, uh, imbalance Wherein she's just getting things from me and she's tied to me to whatever, you know, whether we're on a vacation, whether we're doing this or whether like now her citizenship is, um, you know, I just, I don't think I can sign it knowing what I know now, uh, and be financially responsible for her for up to 10 years. I just don't. Think I can trust her, which is fucking sad. This was my this was my idea a few years ago to to do all this. Um. But yeah, lack of lack of remorse, um, penchant for cruelty, uh, various other things. I don't think once she can gain nothing from me and already has what she needs. I don't think she um I think she could stab me in the back I don't know I don't know maybe maybe not it's hard to say um I gave her a couple ideas of things she could do to help rebuild trust and she said no um but yeah I'm listening to this book and like I'm listening you know some things I'm listening to it and I'm like that's like yep uh it's it's we're like two walking cliches uh, she played her part in the script and I played mine. And then from the outside, it probably sounds like I'm a fucking moron. But, um, I do like in all of these, when they, when they talk about the, the person, the narcissist gets, there's all these nice compliments. There's all these compliments about, oh, it's, it has to be like a, they search out like a smart, very understanding, um, a person who, who f- likes to fix things, uh, a generous person. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Tell me more. Um uh, <laughs> uh, cause that's one thing I didn't get too much of is compliments during that last relationship. So it's nice to hear some kind of validation of, yeah, I was, was fucking generous. Um, I had integrity. I was loyal, even though parts of the relationship were ethically non-monogamous I, on my end, it was ethically non-monogamous. And, you know, for a while she was doing the same thing she had a girlfriend for a while um which i thought was great like i always told her like yeah you can you know let's you can go wild with the ladies especially if you tell me all the juicy details you know because i'm a creep I'm a, I'm a fucking pervert because i, I like sex um everybody who likes sex is a pervert and um gross especially if they're dudes very gross very wrong if it's not the same kind of sex you like then it's it's definitely very gross wrong um anyways uh yeah when it came to dudes I was a lot less comfortable with that for i don't know for various reasons uh and i was always like you need to talk to me about it i don't want to know all the details but we need to talk about it like and i was always like hey because i did this with her the other way is like you know if i was in if i was doing anything with some chick i told her way beforehand i'm like hey i'm talking to a girl Think I might take her out, yada yada yada. Okay, I'm taking her out on this day. This is the date, and uh you know, I'd tell her what 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 went on. Um, and I was like, you got to do that with me, like because it just made I feel a lot less easy. You know, I always I was like, with all of these things that I was doing, I'd always be like, you're cool with this, right? You feel secure, right? Because I was like, if if you're gonna like do anything with the dudes going to make sure that i we we both feel good about it and and i feel secure in our relationship and you're open and you're honest and that um uh no <laughs> she she more used it as like a, um trying to make me jealous and the competition kind of thing like wanting to make me feel like there's there's imminent um competition out there, and I didn't even know the enemy, because she wouldn't let me know who these people were, so I don't know, uh, I have some guesses, she was very, she got more and more secretive as time went on, so I don't know exactly, but, you know, the more secretive you are, and the more you're defensive, and the more everything, it's like, what are you, you know, you're making me nervous, um, you know, she's she might already be pregnant. Uh, she was talking about having a baby, which I have a vasectomy. So, um, you know, yeah. All right, I should talk less about that. I'll talk more with my therapist about this shit. I'm going too deep, but yeah, no. I'm listening to this book, and then I'll, I'll get to a certain point, and I'll, I'll I'll hear it. They'll talk about something in particular, and I'm like, I it makes me feel like i'm gonna have a panic attack because like um there's just certain things that i'm like you know hard truths you know that realization of how fucked up things might have been even though i still feel very confused like really really confused about the relationship like who was this woman was she the one that said she hated me because she said that was it the one where she said she really loved me and every every like few times a year she would like write me you know a paragraph or two of something that was like really meaningful and really nice and it's also odd that like uh once in a while she would do something very out of character that was affectionate and uh I still those very very infrequent very rare moments where I, I'm, I'm still like was that the real her or was she just trying on different things to see how i'd react because a lot of them they, they never repeated um it was a very unaffectionate woman like one time she came in when she first moved here and there was like a few weeks of marital bliss before and after being married like one day, she walked in and she just gave me a certain look and she just like climbed on me. She's a tiny woman. I'm a large dude. I'm big, big and manly and strong. Um, and she like climbed onto me and just held onto me for a for you know, briefly and like sighed. And I was like, oh God. Um, something about it just was like, she never, she only did that once. <laughs> She did something that she did a couple of things like that when she first got here. Like, um, one day I was like laying in bed and she came over and like played with my facial hair and was like really soft and kind. And she, she like asked me if I liked it. And I was like, yeah. And that was the last, first and last time she did that. Um, yeah, from the outside I probably look like a total idiot. But again, in these books they talk about how they normally find people that are uh smart, um emotionally intelligent. Um I'm like, come on, yeah, t- t- tell me about it. <sighs> Cuz uh, I feel like shit um currently. This is the worst I felt um in, in so goddamn long and part of it is I still still question if the person I thought one of the people I saw in there was actually the real one um, but there's there's uh, it, I have such a hard time giving up on the person I thought that was in there I don't know I don't know which one it is I have evidence for 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 a little bit all of the above now that's the kind of question if it's like transitory like if one day she really really did hate me for you know nothing in particular or another other days where she really really loved me they they say there's a thing that they have that also people with um, um borderline personality disorder have where that's not they, they don't have object constancy apparently and that's where um And I think that to some extent, people with ADD might also not have this very much, which I I, I think I do. Although I kind of, if someone's not around, sometimes I am like, you know, I wonder if they give a shit about me, um, which is, you know, like, I don't, I don't just, it doesn't, I I mean, maybe I do have it a little bit, but not that bad. Cause I I feel like whatever, I'm not going to get too deep in that, but, um, everything that's bad, I always, I always have to question myself if I'm that, Uh, but object constancy is where like, um, you know, uh, you, you might be able to think totally differently about a person if they're like not right there. So somebody goes to work and you might be the kind of person that like will go through a a bunch of moods of like, oh, they hate me, they love me, they're going to leave me. Like you, you can't, like the, the, the what should be constant, like, oh, they're just at work. Uh, nothing's changed. They're fine. Um, they told me they loved me in the morning. That's probably still true now, four hours later. Some, they don't have that to to, to completely. And maybe I'm not explaining it right. There's there's some aspect of like we're, um, you know, they can think completely different about a person. Just with their absence, and there might be other things to this too. Also, they have this thing where um, they either look at you as all good or all bad. There's no black and white. Which I know I don't have that because I, I'm part of my problem is I'm so confused and conflicted with her. Like I still love her for some fucked up reason. And really, I still really really fucking love her, and I don't know how to turn that off. And it's fucked up especially when I listen to some of these things, and was like, yeah, it's basically describes that thing she did. And it kind of makes me feel like I would, my intuition was right. And she did do yada, yada, yada to betray me. Um, I'm like, I think that's what happened on that one night. And yet I still fucking love her. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know why I'm still thinking about her, but, um, whatever. Uh, Found out one of my friends is listening to this podcast, so I uh, should probably, um, I don't know, keep all this talk about my my uh, soon-to-be ex-wife. Um, but I keep saying I'm gonna do that, but whatever. I don't know. I I need somebody to talk to, <laughs> to. and um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what time we got here? 23 minutes okay i've taken up 23 minutes of your time i'm sorry um uh i'm gonna make this podcast better sooner than later oh you know what here's something to check out and i'm i'm into this and i keep feeling like i'm getting close to the breaking point where i can finally get myself out of the ruts i've been in um and I've been trying to keep doing gradual little things. Like I've been I've been doing Wim Hof the last few days, uh, and and uh, when I do Wim Hof, I do it. I try to do it in the morning, where I also do sit ups and push ups. Uh, I, I I like that. I think it's great to start the day with that. I feel like the day is way better off if I can just force myself to do that in the morning. It's I hate doing Wim Hof the first like 3 rounds um in the morning it is it is it is so hard to get myself to do it and that's when you have to do it i need to force myself to do things that i don't want to do um and i'm i'm have to do it without some of the motivation i used to have one of the, i had i had I had motivation of, uh, chicas, uh, plural in the last few years. Uh, you know, the fiance and then some, you know, some girl off a of field or tender or something like that. Or okay. Cupid. I have none of that now. Cause I know I can't go and date anybody right now. Cause it wouldn't be fair to them unless they're just doing like a friends with benefits thing. And then at the same time, it's still, um, I don't think I've ever successfully, uh, hooked up a a a, um friends with benefits that went on for any amount of time i think um there's always either they're not feeling it or they start liking me um or i like them or you know something can't keep it that casual i'm not a casual guy i guess um right now i feel like i could really use that but i'd have to like give them some caveats, uh, like, you know, hey, this is where I'm at in life, and, um, do not even uh, think about starting anything, uh, too deeply emotional, (sighs) because I'm, I'm a fucking wreck, at the, you know, at the same time, think about, like, how long is this going to take, it's, I, I am not getting over this, I'm still feeling like some days I'm going to have a panic attack, it's like a month and a half later like that. I'm a normally a very resilient person. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Do Wim Hof in the morning. That's a great uh doing something immediately that you don't want to do. And I love it. Once I do like three rounds of Wim Hof and you do it hard, I do it when I do it hard and and go for, you know, six seven rounds or something like that you know between four and ten because some mornings it's like oh fuck i'm I, I need to get up i need to I, I you know whatever and i excuse myself but at least i did it i like to do it where i get like a ringing in my ears and how do you describe it it's like uh i'll get like a a little bit of tinnitus and when I really hyperventilate strong, there'll be like weird tastes I get. And I'll feel like my blood vessels doing weird things. And I might get a little lightheaded, the various different mild, uh, physical things. And I feel like once I get to the point where uh, there's like, I get a little tinnitus or something like that. Uh, and it's really interesting. Cause like, uh, I get the tinnitus during I think the breath hold part because I know it seems to be strongest when because if you're not familiar with Wim Hof you do like um hyperventilating for like let's say 40-45 breaths um, and then you hold your breath for as long as you can with no air you like push out all the air and you just either just lay there sit there or I like to do sit ups and push ups Uh, but you do that until you want to gasp for air and then you wait like a few seconds like you you gotta wait just uh, like another five seconds when you have the 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 reflex to, to to breathe in you wait like another five seconds and if i'm doing any of this slightly wrong from the actual wim hof but i've been doing it for years and this is as far as I can tell how you do it, because for, for a long time I was doing the, the hyperventilating and then holding my breath, but but with full lungs full of air. Um, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to push out your air. You're obviously going to hold your breath for a lot less time when you do that. But yeah, press out all the air, uh, hold your breath, and then you take in like a big deep, 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 deep breath, and you hold that for like, a, I think it's 15 seconds. Um, and then you start the whole cycle back over again. Well, I've noticed when I go hard and I get, like, I'll get a little lightheaded and I'll, you know, sometimes have different sensations of, like, cold or hot, like, mainly cold. Like, I feel like my lips will get, like, a little cold. Um, I might get some tingles. If I do it really good, if I do it real good, real good, like, uh, there'll definitely be some, like, tingling in the, in the fingers and toes and stuff like that yeah you do you do the hyperventilating the holding of the breath there you take a big deep breath in and you hold that for like 15 seconds and you start the thing over again uh and if i've done it really well um one of the things i'll notice is i'll get like tinnitus like just a uh, mild rain in my ears and it'll be strongest when i'm doing the breath hold at the end of the, the cycle um and then when i finish like that ringing will go on for like you know 20 seconds or something like that and normally those that ringing and some of the lightheadedness headedness uh coincides with like the biggest amount of peace bliss uh mild euphoria and I feel so much better starting the day and I feel so much better. It's one of those, you know, it's the same thing in the, in the gym. Sometimes you go in there and you're like, Oh my God, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And like, especially with cardio, especially cardio, the first 10 to 15 minutes takes is like a two hour thing. Um, I'll keep looking down at the clock and I'm like, what, what the fuck, man? I, th- I feel like I've been here for 20 minutes. I've been here for four. And I just hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate the fucking, um, doing cardio first 10 to 15 minutes after that initial, I hate this. This sucks. I don't want to do this. That kind of fades away. And by the time you get to like 40 minutes, I'm fucking feeling it and I'm feeling great and the juices are all flowing and, um, you know, sometimes it goes good enough that I'll start, I'll do a, a second hour of it. Cause a lot, if you know, especially like a year or two ago when I, when I thought things were going to be way, way different and I still had money and I was still making moves. I'll tell you right now, dude, there was times I was doing like two, three hours, uh, of cardio on the days I did cardio. I don't know. I don't do cardio every day. But yeah, I might do like two or three hours of fucking um like elliptical. And I was fucking killing it. I felt like a beast. I felt un fucking stoppable. And like I was saying in the the, the, the little little short podcast I was doing last night, one of my problems, I need to refine that motivation. Even though I know the girl I was, one of my, some of my motivation for this was the, the girl, um, my, my current wife, she was coming here and we were talking about doing all kinds of stuff and like maybe getting a, a girlfriend, us two together. This is going to be great. I wanted to be in fucking top fucking shape. And I was getting myself so like in shape and feeling great. I was ready to take on the world. Yeah, I had motivation. I was doing fucking just everything I was doing. I just keep increasing. I was just trying to kill it in life. Um, and, yeah, sometimes I would do like two, three hours. I mean, some people that might be not be shit. Uh, other people that might sound insane to like go in. And, you know what, I I need to pull up some of those podcasts from that time because, you know, not all those times are good either. There was some definite depression that would go on and off, but it was always real short lived and it was very manageable. And, um, a lot of that depression was actually caused by the same Chica, my wife, current wife, soon to be ex. Um, because I was like killing it. And then, and it all makes sense now that I know how she has NPD when I was really killing it she'd every so often go into a suicidal ideation um, uh, phase and would, you know, she caused me to panic and start just, like, um, uh, just giving her lots of attention and feeding her ego and um, cheering her up. Like I've said in some of the other podcasts, it seems like there's been so much of my life, especially in the last few years, where the damn near everybody I know is um, suicidal or, or close to something, something not good, going through tough times. And um, I'm like cheering everybody up. Uh, which was one of the reasons why I don't feel bad about talking about how fucked up I am currently to some people because it's like, I feel like I, um, I'm not, when I say like, yeah, I'm fucking depressed, whatever. It's not me trying to get attention. It's just like, I want to be honest about it. it's, It's too much for me to just walk around and it's not like anybody can do anything and I don't get any fucking glee out of like dumping stuff on people. And I'm kind of optimistic about it even now. Like I'm like I'll get through this. I'm be stronger in the end. I'm learning a lot. This is tough, um, but I also, you know, now I still some days just fucking cry, and that's like not something I do um, normally. Not because I'm real tough or anything like that. It just don't work. <laughs> it just don't don't work normally. Um But yeah, I need to find that motivation back that I had then, and I've even tried you know, I turn back on the dating websites and I'm, I my swipe swipe through and I'm like, I, I, this is not gonna work because I don't I, I don't even have a libido currently, which is not normal for me. My libido is fucking out of this world <laughs> like a year ago um, and coming up to right now. Uh, like, you know, the three, four, four months ago, it was fucking out of control. Um, in a good way, at least I thought so. Maybe my wife didn't think so, but, um, she basically ended up having in the end, having a problem with everything. So yeah, I need to refine that motivation, but that ties into what I was saying last night about that, um, it's that oh, situation is similar to how there's a certain power and a belief that I had when I was young and Christian that I've been trying to refine. And that's part of the basis of the mystic podcast, which is the other one. And I need to organize those better. Um, which ones are which, but whatever, no one's listening. There's five people listening. Um, Trying to refine the power I had that came from belief, even, but now knowing that uh, there is no, you know, God or gods that at least not anything like the ones I I grew up with, and it's not like I can just swap it out and be like, yeah, yeah, I was not into, or you know, I'm 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 not no longer a Christian. I'm not stupid like that. I'm into Vishnu now. You know, you can't just like swap them out. I don't even know if Vishnu is. A, Good one to name because I don't. I'm not as familiar with the Hindu gods. Like which which ones do you venerate? I don't know. Shiva, uh, Vishnu. Uh, there's some other ones I can name, but I don't remember which ones they they worship or if they just kind of worship all of them. I kind of forget. I'd like to delve more into Hinduism, not because I want to know which ones they venerate, but like just the ideology, uh, especially when it comes to practical things. I know that i've I've been told that um the Hindus are are the top notch when it comes to uh various breathing and physical um practices, somatic practices. Um, but I don't know. I've only done yoga like once or twice. I need to start doing that, but I need to start doing a little bit of everything right and i I'm old enough to know that I can't do all of the things all the time even though like part of me, that's, that's exactly what I want. Um, but yeah, when you have a belief in God, it gives you kind of like a little superpower. Like you can, you can kind of use it as a basis to like forgive a person or to be strong in a certain situation that you might not have been without the, without the God part. Well, how do you find some of, the, some of those same motivating, the same motivation when you know there's maybe not a God? It's, it becomes much harder to, um, I, don't know if, I don't know a better word for it, but have that kind of motivation. Well, right now I'm trying to, part of my life motivation for the last few years, it was like bringing this girl here marrying her all that kind of stuff and having lots of you know libidinous activities and uh that's uh, you know what i wish i had a bomb sound but we'll do an air horn i got i got an air horn um like i'm sure knowing her um she's doing plenty of libidinous activities but not with this guy um, and I don't know when or when I'm gonna be good enough to date again. So how do I find like the motivation to like stay in shape and all that stuff if if um, I have no libido because that's what I was using. You know you can really use it too. I don't know how well this works for the ladies, but um if you're a dude, I don't really subscribe to that nofap, uh, ideology, but you can kind of, uh, go off and on just like how you do intermittent fasting and other things like that. There's, you can, you can use that. There is some definite strength and power if you don't, uh, blow your load for, you know, however many days or weeks, weeks. Um, there's times where, especially in the last few years, I would, one of the things i would do is i had have, have the girl and maybe this is way too much information for you but i'd have the girl send me some some um fun photos or videos i'd watch them not uh, get off on them and go to the gym i was fucking killing it uh i just had like just so much energy so much life and then uh, you know, um, maybe I would wait X amount of days. I'd be like, I'm not going to do this until, Oh, I, you know, I'm going out on a date on Friday. So that means I should, um, clean the pipes on Wednesday. So I don't just like jump on the lady. She she doesn't, she doesn't smell. Well, it's not like smelling fear on someone, but, uh, (laughs) definitely some kind of, um, too much and uh, then you have the problem of you might, you might finish too quick or something else. But I, I'd kind of, I just kind of, uh, uh, choreograph what I was doing because I'd want to keep the energy high for, let's say half the week or the week. And then, uh, you know, Friday rolls around. It's like, I need to relax and you take care of your business. Um, you can definitely use it as like a special, tool and if you go a certain amount of time your energy levels are going to go up you're going to have problems where you can't sleep very well at night um just let all that testosterone and whatever else build up um dopamine i don't know what all you're building up but you definitely build some stuff up where you just feel like juiced um especially if you also take supplements uh You know, go over to Huberman Lab if you want to learn about what supplements can increase your testosterone. You can use that to your advantage, man. You can really, um, and I don't know how well this works for women because I don't, they don't seem to have the same cycle of like, you know, once you do your business, why am I saying it like that? Once you fucking, you know, ejaculate, you have a sudden drop of, um, what is it? There's a bunch of hormones that flood you, and that's why dudes normally want to take a nap after after sex. Um, you could use that as, like, when you need to... The days you need to relax and whatever else, and... Um, or be normal around uh, whatever sex that you're sexually attracted to. Um, but I don't think... I, I don't think women get the same... Dump of the, the same, they, they definitely get a dump of hormones, but just I don't think it's the same ones. Um, so, or at least most of them don't, you know, there's always going to be a small amount of outliers. Shit, I don't know why my hand is shaking. I'm sorry, I'm holding this microphone, my hand's like shaking. Um So yeah, I don't know what this fuck this has to do with ENSOs. So, I'm going to I'm going to finish up cuz I just talked to you for 40 fucking minutes. Well, uh uh music. Yeah, I should get throw out some music recommendations and finish this up. Um, here's one. This is going to sound very off, off brand for me, but, uh, I'm in the fields right now. And, uh, this was, oh, here's two of them. Yeah. Cause I made a little playlist. Yeah. I'll put that on Substack. I'll put it in the links. This is a, but this is a just only starting to build up playlist um two three songs actually yeah definitely just look up the the fucking it's still building there's not much on this it's not my best work of a playlist but uh there's a fiona apple song i know comes off of the album win the pawn um Shade by your side My Angel Rocks Me Back and Forth by Fortet, Always On My Mind by Chris Staples, and Apocalypse by Cigarettes After Sex. And yeah, I'll post the link to this one, but it's still not done. There's going to be more songs on it when when you see it, probably. If you see it. Um, Yeah. Some days just the heartache man is just like it gets to where you know I feel like I'm doing good one day and then some days it just it it hurts to like a level of panic almost. It's not the same as like it's like an anxiety attack but just like it it just you don't feel comfortable sitting there you just you gotta get up and walk around like it just feels like it's intense Um, and I don't know how to turn off the some things I don't know how to stop loving a person especially if you're very committed to that in good times and bad for for a very long time But it is what it is, and the person with an untreated mental illness that is adamantly opposed to making any changes in their life—that's um, you can't really argue with that. So that's it for today. Um, do everything that you don't want to do. Force yourself. Force yourself. Force yourself. It helps so much when it comes to depression. Um, oh, here. Let me see if I can pull up something real quick. Um, if it doesn't pop up, I'll just be, be the end of the podcast. Well, I guess it... Uh, nope. Yep. No. Never mind. I was trying to see if there was a certain bit. Oh. Shut up. Um. alright that's the end of the podcast go forth, drag your sorry, sad, fucking ass into doing something that you know you should be doing and you'll feel better, I promise because I'm currently that's how I'm currently functioning Um. the more you do what you don't want to do it's positive for you, the better off you are. And the, the, you know, when you just kept keep doing things that you don't like that, you know, you should be doing, you just, you get better and you, you don't just curl up and die. Uh, cause you know, you gotta, I I gotta keep thinking, um, maybe you're not in a bad place right now in your life, but this some of this stuff still applies. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta think about the fact of like, If you're not happy where you are now, you you should think about where you want to be six months from now. Do you want to be doing another terrible... uh, It's not even six months now. you want to be doing another terrible New Year's Eve resolution? New New Year's resolution? Or do you want to start it now, and then you don't have to make that stupid New Year's resolution that you're not going to keep? Just start doing it now. Start doing it today um especially today's way better t- than tomorrow 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 never never it doesn't work out if you wait till tomorrow you got to do it today there's a good song uh fucking was it credence clearwater revival um someday never comes i think i'm not going to pull it up but yeah go go um yeah whatever i'm babbling Uh, much love to everybody have a good one